0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the WrestleManiacs podcast, a podcast where a group of improvisers from Detroit with a mutual love of wrestling come together to discuss each WrestleMania one at a time. Hello out there, all you wrestling maniacs, all you nostalgia-holics and hardcore members of the IWC, and all you casual fans who just like pro wrestling on the TV. Thank you for downloading the WrestleManiacs podcast. My name is Alex Ketchum, and as always, I'm here with the man with the plan, Mr. Bob Wick. Bob, how you doing? We're going to get down today, baby. Indeed we are, Bobby. And (laughs) also with today is the captain of Keeping It Real, Mr. Jake Russell. Jake, how you doing? What up, though? God, I love those Detroit greetings. And if you love what you're hearing, if you love the WrestleManiacs podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe, however get your podcast on that podcast app. You know there's some stars down there. Give us a lot of them as many as you can and if sh- shoot us an email at gmail.com wrestlemaniacspodcast at gmail.com we want to hear your feedback we want to make this show better we're having a good time and hope you are too And we want to make it the best time possible speaking of the best possible one of my childhood favorite matches heart foundation versus demolition at SummerSlam 1990 did you guys get a chance to watch this match oh yeah yeah we yeah yeah i got to watch it with jake so it was better
1: yeah
0: <laughs> uh, jake was this your first time seeing this one
2: yeah, first time. Yeah, seeing this one. Um, it was pretty good. It was really good. Um, the but the, the 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 story and the gimmick was uh
0: was out there, right? It
2: was,
1: it was pretty. It was pretty bad. They were asking. They were asking a lot of us of so the audience uh, to to to, <laughs> to 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 drop our uh, our you know our, our common sense. Yeah, <laughs> like we looking at just like come on, like really, like
2: y'all could have done a done a better job of this. You know, like, you can't tail
1: the members of Demolition apart. Like, you fucking serious yeah, right now? Yeah, because that was the yeah. whole the whole thing, like, leading up to the match. Like, you're not going to know which one of us or which two are coming in. I mean, something that, that New Day does really well, like, building up to the match, like, which, you know, when you're in that trio, you can only have two out to the ring, so... Which two is it going to be? Because that's going to mess up your strategy. Which is, that itself is a cool gimmick. The way they did it here was kind of, you know,
0: you you can't physically tell which people are walking in. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, to catch everybody up who maybe doesn't know, um, first of all, we all three highly recommend you watch this on the network. If you have a subscription or go find it on YouTube. SummerSlam 1990, Heart Foundation versus Demolition, two out of three falls. For the tag team titles, and then since WrestleMania, Demolition had added a third member. So we had Axe and Smash, and now we have Crush. Crush. And I
1: hated this. I hated this as a kid. They didn't need that third member. And the Hawaiian dude what was his What was his original character? You remember? Like like uh I think it was like Crash or something like that. Like Yeah, I believe it was Crash, and he was A Hawaiian guy, like a white Hawaiian guy with like a really weird haircut, and he would just do that, like hang. No, he became.
0: No, he was. He was the Hawaiian dude after this. He came back as Crush, the Hawaiian from Kona, Hawaii, and that's when he was like fighting Doink and stuff. Shaka bra. Yeah, he would do the shaka bra. (laughs) Wow,
1: I didn't like this dude until he became himself and went to WCW. Like I just didn't enjoy
0: his character work during like the early nineties. See, I, I liked the Crush name. I thought that we got fit Axe, Smash, and Crush. I thought Axe was like the stand, the weird one in that group. Like, why, how is Smash and Crush? Okay, demolition stuff. Axe? Where's ha- I, oh, what He should be tuned to the hammer or something. <laughs> That's yeah, my kid logic. He should have picked a verb. You know? Yeah, yeah. he needs to like, have an onomatopoeia or a verb or something. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, like clatter. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I, I
1: think the, the the best part though we go we start with the promo right and not the promo the promo was fine the promo itself was cool it sets up wait know, who's pro- wait what demolition the demolition like I'm talking about just just the dialogue but my favorite part of the the the, the, L- thing the is, facial expression yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man you have to watch Smash. Smash man. When he's not talking, he looks like he's delivering a baby or something, man. He's he's doing Lamas. He's doing I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but it's entertaining it's like
2: he's look like he's impersonating Ric Flair and having a baby at the same time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, <laughs> woo! That's what he looks like. Ric Flair having a baby. Woo!
2: It's it's just weird, man. Like, <laughs> oh my god. And then like then you get a Heart Foundation's promo.
0: Oh, oh. It, wasn't as, it wasn't good either.
2: It wasn't good. But, like, I appreciate, like, it just made me appreciate how, like, how, how I don't know. In this promo, you saw how just much of a star that, to me, like, Bret Hart was than everybody in that motherfucker. Because, like, he just, when he talks, he's just cool. He just, he's just getting right to the point. Cool. Everybody yeah. else is yelling like a motherfucker. Nye Hart is just, <laughs> wow, man. Yeah, that, but that's
0: what I—that's what I loved about like the Hart Foundation promos because like Nightheart was this just psychopath, and like Bret Hart was like this cool dude who was just always like focused and like this, and it, they and in the ring they played that way too, just this yeah. crazy powerful dude versus like this technical thinking guy. Yeah,
2: I understand that. Like it's—it's it's cool. Like I like the 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 yin the yin and yang the of the contrast. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The contrast. Yeah, I like that. But and that's fine. But it's just it's just like when you have so many wrestlers like when they cut promos they're just yelling all the yeah, fucking time. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like some are really good and some are just like alright
1: yeah, man. It's just... Sometimes it just sound like your girlfriend when she's wrong. Like I'm just gonna yell. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna yell till I'm right. I'm, done. I'm gonna beat you down to believe in what I'm saying is true. Mm.
0: I'm gonna beat you. Got, oh, I, all right. I might have to cut that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you all right there, Bobby? Yeah. yeah. You all right? Yeah. Don't
2: don't we'll don't, lose our, don't lose our lose our women <laughs> listeners. Don't. Yeah,
0: then, then, yeah.
1: We might have
2: one woman I listener. <laughs> all women. I
1: said in
0: this particular case, a hypothetical girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You see. Uh,
1: my Canadian girlfriend who is very angry and very I, real. How about
0: they sound
2: like uh, the Mister Know It All motherfucker that think they right all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that better. Yeah. yeah, I bet it's what Congress sounds like right now—just people getting up there and yelling, "I am right, you're wrong." <laughs> <laughs> that's your Congress, then? I like it. That's I bad. am right, you're wrong. I think that's what happens in like the Congress right now. They mm. don't get anything done. They just yell at each other. That's—it's basically they should paint their faces like demolition.
1: Fair enough.
0: I'd yeah. watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it too. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> so let's That's talk awesome. about this match Yep So we come down to the ring And Vince is playing up the gimmick Right Who is it? Who is it? Yeah, Meanwhile uh, Crush shit. is a foot taller Than yeah. everybody else Shut yeah. the fuck
2: up Vince <laughs> <laughs> Fuck That was terrible yeah. Alright hey, Wait We're we gonna he cut that out it. Shut the fuck up Vince We're no, gonna cut that out no. Alright cool Nah we're gonna leave that in Nick
1: yeah. Shut the fuck up Vince Are you serious? <laughs> Why would I cut that out? That's gonna be a t-shirt one day That's a dope one Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Was it him and Piper on yeah. commentary? I like Piper on commentary. Piper was great. Piper um, was great. We didn't get to, we didn't get to see a lot of
0: that. Yeah, it was rare for him to, especially for like a summer like a Summer Slam. That was right. that was one of the big four. It was a huge event for him to be like just be two guys and Piper being one of them is a big deal. Um, and then we had the Heart Foundation come out. The crowd goes wild, and uh, they had the the jackets on now. So they they got the new jacket, the pink and black jackets. I thought that I thought those were so cool as a kid. Um, and like uh, speaking of that, oh, I do want to bring up one thing about the crowd. Like, did you guys remember like some of the near falls they had? Like, the crowd just went nuts every yeah. time there was. They were into this match. Like, it was everybody was one hundred percent on board with like this rivalry and like these titles.
1: The match itself was. Fucking dope. Like, I, I enjoyed the match. Yeah, it was great. They did some really cool stuff. That was one of the best tag matches I've ever seen. It was cool. It was, re- was, it was really, really good. There was some really great spots. Like, there's that moment where I think it was uh, maybe uh, Crush was on the ground, on, on his back, and Brett was in in the corner, and then Nightheart yeah, grabs him, him. And slams him. Slams him. him. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that, that looked amazing. We watched that like two two or three times. Like, what?
0: That was a great move, right? Yeah. It was, yeah.
1: That was awesome. And
2: that, just like you say with like how... Uh, Nyhar just, just do wild shit and Brett
1: like more technical, but like it's it work it works. Mm-hmm. You know, I almost wish they didn't do that bit where I mean I understand why they did it, but when X runs down and hides under the ring and then he did the switch of Rui and yeah, I mean it was just like it kind of took me it kind of bumped me out of the match, but I get what the the overall reason for doing it was. You know, like they're tr- they're trying to get after this match, they're trying to start some shit with uh. The road royer, so they needed to get all three guys out there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and they were they were really trying to play up the gimmick that they could switch places and no one would know. At least, especially Axe and Smash. Um, as a kid, I remember kind of getting like trying to get behind it, but at the same time, like, their faces were painted differently, and like at least used like the same pattern on your face. Yeah.
1: Um, I or, hate using them as an example, but Killer Bees.
0: Like, at least they were wearing the same mask, you know. Mm. Like, <laughs> right, well, there's a match with this, the Brain Butchers versus the Hart Foundation, and Arn Anderson switches in at the very end and like to, illegally and gets the pin. And like, right as the referee goes down to count, he takes Bret Hart's arm and puts it over his head so you can't see the bald spot because that's how you can tell him if you're not looking at their yeah at like you can tell by the hair. And it's just that one little thing that like. There's real. There you go. Yeah. Now I'm with you. I can believe that the referee didn't notice because you put the arm over your head, right? I thought that was genius. Um, and in here, it's pretty blatant, but you know, referees don't always see the story. Even though, Vincent, he's lost in the match. He doesn't know yeah. what's happening. I mean, that that happens in real life. Like uh,
1: I'm not a football guy, but I know there's been many times watching football with my buddies that a referee will miss a play that everybody else who is watching. Biased or not, will be like I can't believe he saw it this way. So, I, I think that's another like, if you're talking about ring psychology, is like a great way to get people on board because as a kid, I'm like, how did you miss that? You idiot! You screwed the good guy. Now it now his hero's journey is that much harder because you're incompetent.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, And I I did like I did appreciate how that the third member demolition who was supposed to be banned from ringside. Right. So they're breaking all kinds of rules uh, but crawls under the ring. So at least the referee can't like look at the other guy on the outside and compare, you know, like if all of a sudden like if if they were just standing there being like a second or something, it would then you're completely out the window. But he only sees two guys. Maybe he was just remembering it wrong, you know, however you want to try to make it. Suspend your disbelief if however you would like, I guess. but yeah, he was hanging out in the, in the tightest position in the tight. <laughs> That's <a good> call. <laughs> it's under the All right we were watching Titus O'Neill slide and like I he did it so
1: well that I thought it was intentional. I thought it was a bit for a second because man, because he
0: slid about six feet. <laughs> yes. like he slid up to his ankles under there. I'm surprised yeah. he came out bleeding and like hit something that was under there. Oh, God bless. Poor Titus. Like, that was my first thought. Is he
1: okay? And then when he came out, like, man, <laughs> you're never... I mean, that gave him a good boost, though. Like, after that, like, he got a lot more more screen time and stuff like that. He got
0: a little... He got some heat from that. Yeah, he got to sell some t-shirts. Titus World Slide. <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... The first fall goes to Demolition. They get they hit their finishing move, the Decapitator, uh, Crush and Smash. It was great. Uh, and then immediately, I loved how Jim the Anvil-Nightheart like, grabs Bret Hart, pulls him over to the corner before like the second fall starts. Very yeah. logical, like if you're in a real fight. Um, like you said, the body slam, like when Jim Nightheart body slams his own guy onto him. What about the second fall? I want to bring this up. Like Crush comes into the ring to break up the count, but I don't think he was supposed to get there in time, and he real, uh, and I want to say like maybe kind of good on him, uh, for maybe realizing he had got in there too quick, so he screwed up. But if he breaks up the the count, mm-hmm. then they're gonna like you know it's just a no, they don't get the fall right. It would be just a breakup. Yeah, yeah. So he he, he hits uh, Earl Hebner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you see him kind of like almost adjust. He kind of starts to go for the pin, and then he just dives over and Damn. like grabs the referee. I ain't noticed that. Yeah. Wow. So. I think, yeah, he was a little bit too quick, and he realized. He kind of improvised to, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, good item Yeah, I thought that was actually, like, when I remember first thing, I was like, well, he screwed up there. And I was like, wait a second, he caught himself screwing up and did a nice recovery. You know, it worked. It worked. Um, And then we have LOD come out and pull out the third member from under the ring, who was, I believe, Axe again. They had switched in and switched back out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unbeknownst to the referee, who was lost in the match. And L.O. Lost, L- o- lost in the mansion. <laughs> couldn't tell height and haircuts apart. This was one of my first rem- <laughs> memories of this. is This is still one of my first memories of L.O.D. Like, I remember watching this if, like on VHS and seeing them come out and uh, kind of knowing who they were, but I, this is like my first time seeing them in action. I guess really uh, with their
1: oversized spikes, Ugh. It's impractical.
0: You <laughs> see, I thought those were so cool. Why do you hate it's the big spikes? Like, you can't use those. Uh, <laughs> they used him on dusty roads. Yeah. They blinded him, cut him, blood and guts was everywhere, baby. It was terrible. Yeah, if they
1: used smaller ones that would have took him out. The same.
0: Uh what so LOD and Demolition kind of get in this skirmish and Jim Nighthart. I love the I love the finish too. Jim Nighthart does he kinda of rockets himself over into that yeah. shoulder block. Yeah, he looked good in this match. He, he Jim really looked good in this match. Um and but uh, Barry Darso did too, I thought. Like if you look at, go back and watch it, Smash. Right? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, he was really the workhorse of the tag team of Demolition at this point. Like he was in there doing all the hard work. Crush would kind of come in and do some stuff, and then but all getting all the getting beat up with Smash pretty much the whole time. Uh, I thought he did a really good job as well. I just loved this match so much because of the moves by the like some of the innovation by the Hart Foundation that I think I'd like to see some tag teams try to use today.
1: Agree. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Until it was- cool story i was like i was engaged the whole time uh yeah i could have gone without the whole i don't i don't i I guess i just don't like it when the ref is that dumb like i can understand mistake but like man you've been dumb for 20 minutes i can't i can't justify that but you know this is me at 40 watching this compared to me as like eight watching it when i was eight i loved it so Mm -hmm. you know that and I, I just saw the Joker last night, so I think I think I was still unnerved. <laughs> yeah. And then and then and then, and then and watching Jim the Animal Nightheart talk, like it kinda like just brought a bad memory, so like, oh I wanna see that
0: movie. I gotta go check it out. It's all right. It's alright. It's all right.
2: I'm hearing mixed stuff. I'm hearing it's alright, here is bad, here's great. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. We will see. Uh Jake, any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts, um, Uh, great match, um, stupid gimmick, but, uh, overall the match was great. Um, and good, um, gimmick, stupid, uh, good story. Um, and I like how, uh, it it makes me want to like check out like the, the, the rivalry between, uh, LOD. Oh wait, are they, they they weren't weren't LOD back then. No, they were LOD.
1: Oh. I think they called them, no, they were road warriors. Road warriors That's what they were calling them at the time. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to, it's hard because they, like, even in the same company, they flip-flopped at, in the same dude, so. Yeah.
2: But, um yeah, it'd be interesting to uh, check out the rivalry between those guys because they're, like, so they're similar in some kind of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, you know, Bret Hart, uh, Ney Hart, like, big Bret Hart fan. Um, Like I said, it's like, just like just watching this and seeing like where you're gonna go from here. It's like, yeah. It's the shit. I like yeah, this. You, can see you check out check out this match though.
0: Yeah. Can't recommend it enough. Uh guys, thank y'all for humoring me and watching that letting me relive this match because I, I, I just loved it so much. Really wanted to bring it up. And it happened to be 1990 as well. So glad y'all enjoyed it. Yeah. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening. I hope you guys check out the match. Hope you enjoyed the bonus episode. Again, please rate, review, and subscribe. Please support your local comedy. And until next time, I'm Alex Ketchum. And Bob Wick. And Big Jake. We're going for the leg. Hold up now before you go. We here at the WrestleManiacs Podcast want to thank you for listening. We want you to know that this is a podcast by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. So we want to hear your feedback. We want to hear your stories, your comments, your questions. So we can make this podcast as good as possible. Now, in order to get in touch with us, you can hit us up on Facebook at WrestleManiacs Podcast on Facebook or you can email us at WrestleManiacsPod at gmail.com or on Instagram at WrestleManiacsPod. Thank you for tuning in. And we want to also thank Gabber Media. You can check out all the other great shows or however you get your podcast, or at GabberMedia.com. See you guys next time.